Chapter 9 Wake up, Rachel, wake up! I sat up. I was gasping for air. It was dark, but I could just make out Jordan's face. She was shaking me awake. I felt my face. Lips, eyes, nose. I patted myself down frantically. Human. I was human. No fur. No tail. Human. The details of the dream came rushing up to my consciousness. Oh no, I moaned. I threw back the covers and stumbled to my feet. I staggered toward the bathroom door. The bathroom connects my room and the room Jordan and Sarah share. I tried to turn on the light, but missed the switch. I dropped to my knees in front of the toilet and threw up. Jordan kept saying, Are you all right, Rachel? Are you all right? I better get Mom. No, I said as soon as I could talk. No, I'm fine. Don't wake Mom up. Fortunately, little Sarah can sleep through anything. I brushed my teeth and drank some water. I looked sheepishly at Jordan. She looks nothing like me. I guess I look more like my dad, and Jordan is like the smaller version of my mom. Dark hair and dark eyes. She looked pretty scared. I'm okay, I said again. Just a bad dream. I guess it made me kind of sick is all. But I'm fine now. Jordan relaxed a little. Must have been some dream. I guess so. I can't even remember it now. You know how it is. Dreams fade away so you can't even remember them. I can't believe you would just forget a dream that made you scream and hurl. I shrugged. I've never been very good at remembering dreams. You'd better get back to bed. She looked at me solemnly. I know I'm just your little sister by two years, but you would tell me if something bad was happening to you, right? I mean, I wouldn't tell Mom or anyone. You could trust me. I smiled and drew her into a hug. I know I can trust you. If anything bad was going on, I'd tell you. It was a lie, of course, and the lie made me feel even worse. I trusted Jordan. I knew in my heart that she was not a controller. Of course, that's just what Jake had said about Tom. I hugged my sister a little closer. I hated the way suspicion had crept into every part of my mind. I hated the way I wasn't sure, not really, totally sure, that I could trust her. Good night, I said. Thanks for rescuing me from that nightmare. Whatever it was. She started to walk away. Then she turned, lit from behind by the garish bathroom light. Before you started screaming, you were yelling something. What? I asked, afraid of the answer. She looked puzzled. I think it was maggots. Something like that. I forced a shaky smile. Good night, Jordan. I crawled back into my bed. The pillow was soaked with sweat. The sheets were clammy. Maggots. Squirming, crawling, busy little white maggots. They were all over a piece of rotting meat and fur. In my dream, it was a dead cat. A dead cat covered with vermin eating the decayed flesh. A shrew was getting in on the feast, eating the dead flesh and the living maggots with equal enjoyment. 
in my dream, I knew. I was that true. You look tired, Jake said the next morning. We took the same bus to school. Thanks, I said grumpily. Didn't get enough sleep last night? I guess not, if I look as bad as you say. I didn't say you looked bad. I just said you looked tired. He hesitated. He glanced over his shoulder, checking to see whether anyone was listening. Fortunately, the noise level was pretty high in the bus. Jake lowered his voice and leaned close to my ear. You didn't get creeped out by the shrew, did you? Why? Just because I'm a girl? You think the shrew bothered me more than it would have bothered you or Marco? No, that's not it at all, he said earnestly. It's just... See, when I did the lizard morph, that bothered me. I had nightmares. Nightmares? I said it too loudly. Then I lowered my voice back to a whisper. Nightmares? Oh, yeah, definitely. When I morphed the tiger, I had dreams too, but not nightmares. What kind of dreams? He smiled. Kind of cool, really. Stalking through a dark forest at night. I was hunting something. It was like I wanted to catch it. But at the same time, it was like, if I didn't catch it, that would be okay too. Because just running and creeping and then running some more through the woods was the best thing in the world. I nodded. I felt like that after the elephant morph. It was this incredible feeling of being huge and invincible, like I could never even possibly be afraid of anything. But the shrew was different, wasn't it? Same with the lizard. I guess it's the different characters of the animals. Maybe some are good matches for our human brains. Maybe others aren't. I looked out the window for a while. Then I said, You know what scares me? To my surprise, Jake nodded. Yeah, you're afraid that someday we might have to morph into bugs. I shuddered. I don't think I'll be willing to do that. I think that may be too much. Well, your next assignment is a cat. Tobias was a cat. He said it was amazingly cool. He liked it, just like I really enjoy being a dog. Sometimes, when I'm feeling depressed, I really wish I could just morph. Dogs know how to have fun. The bus pulled up in front of the school. Another day of school. Normal life. I looked over the crowd of kids milling around on the lawn and on the steps. I spotted Melissa. See you later, Jake, I said. Thanks. No problem. We're all in this together. I made my way down the bus aisle and ran to catch up to Melissa. But when I got close, I saw that her eyes were red and swollen. She'd been crying. I didn't know what to do. In the old days, I would have just run right up to her and asked what was the matter. Hey, Melissa, how's it going? She looked at me, confused. What? I said, how's it going? She shook her head slowly, like she couldn't believe I was even talking to her. What do you care? Melissa, of course I care. What's wrong? Her eyes went kind of blank. She seemed to be looking at nothing but the air right in front of her face. What's wrong? Everything is wrong. And nothing is wrong. But just the same, everything is wrong. Melissa, what are you talking about? Forget it, she said. She started to walk away. I grabbed her arm. Look, you can talk to me. I'm still your friend. Nothing has changed. Leave me alone, she said grimly. Everything has changed. Everyone has changed. You stopped being my friend. And my mom and dad. What? 
I pressed her. The bell rang loud and shrill. I have to go. She pulled her arm away. What could I do? I let her go. I wondered what she had started to say about her father. Had she discovered what her father was? What her father had become? I walked up the steps of the school with my head lowered in thought. As I opened the school door, I ran right into someone. Hey, hey, watch where you're going, young lady. Mr. Chapman! I recoiled in fear. See, you have to realize that this was the man who had once directed a hork soldier to kill us all if he caught us. Kill us and only save our heads for identification. That kind of thing sticks in your mind. He peered at me. What's the matter with you, Rachel? A little jumpy this morning? I nodded. Yes, sir. I guess I didn't sleep too well. Bad dreams? He asked. My mouth was dry. I guess so, Mr. Chapman. He smiled. A normal, human smile. His eyes even crinkled up a little as he grinned down at me. Well, shake it off. Nightmares aren't real, you know. At least, not most of the time, I said to myself.